Hello, hello, everyone. Amanda Grace here with you today. You actually get me twice today. You get me once with Andrew Sorcini, and tonight you get me with Marty Grisham for Grace Out Loud. So you get a two-for-one special today, if that's how we'll put it. And so welcome to everybody watching United States and around the world, and welcome to our Ark of Grace team and our moderators. Thank you for helping us do what we do for the Lord. We're going to bring Andrew in in just a minute because he is going to answer your questions. So start putting your questions in the chat because Andrew loves to come on and just give free financial advice and help people make sense actually of what's going on right now uh, in the financial system. So I'm going to open up in prayer and then we are going to get into it in a moment. But some people are saying that there is no sound, and I want to make sure that we have sound. Okay, people are saying it's fine now. Okay, we good. Okay, now we're going to continue. So I'm going to open up in prayer, and then we're going to bring Andrew in. So, Father God, in the precious name of your son, Jesus Christ, we come before you. We praise you for this day, Lord. We praise you that you are high and lifted up far above every power, principality, and might. Father God, we just humble ourselves before you this day asking that the pull of the flesh becomes less in our lives so you, your will, and your power become more in our lives. We acknowledge you sent your son, Jesus Christ, to the earth, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us. He was the Passover lamb. He died on the cross for our sins at Calvary. He purchased us by the shedding of his blood. He victoriously rose again after being buried. He rose again in three days and ascended back into heaven where he rules and reigns victoriously at the right hand of the Father forevermore, Lord. And we honor that before you this day. Father, we just ask you would lead and guide us in your wisdom, counsel, might, and power, and the reverential fear of the Lord during this conversation, Father God. Father, give us the wisdom we need to understand and navigate what is going on in the world right now, what we see, the, these man-made systems that we see shaking, what we see going on. Give us the wisdom to understand it, Father God. Lead and guide our speech in it, Lord, in Jesus' name. Give us insight, Father God, we ask. Lord, we just also give you all the praise, Father God, that you are a God that blesses the ch his children. You say, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you, Father. Lord, we just ask you would take all the glory for yourself. You are the potter. We are merely the clay. You are the author and finisher of our faith, Father God. And without your breath of life in us, we don't have life, Lord. We honor that before you this day. We praise you this day, Father God. You are the Alpha and Omega. In the precious name of Jesus Christ, amen and amen. Amen. Okay, we're going to bring Andrew on. I'm fighting still off the tail end of this cold, so I may sound a little weird, but praise God, I am on the mend and so is Chris. So, hello, Andrew. Hey, nice for having, thanks for having me back. It's uh, it's certainly a pleasure, pleasure. Well, Andrew, we always like to have you come on because you just like to answer viewers' questions about anything to do with the markets, which is very nice of you and generous for you because some people, you know, don't like to do that without a price tag and you willingly come on and you do that for our viewers, which is good because it gives them wisdom and knowledge what they need with what they see going on right now in the market. So maybe I'll let you explain a little bit of what you see going on and then we'll get into viewer questions. Sure. It's, um, I feel that we're definitely heading into a, re a recession and we've seen a little resurgence in the stock market. So we're seeing the stock market start to actually head upward a little bit. And I think that this is a false rally. I think this is a good time for people out there that um, might be investing in stocks and 
or invested in stocks that have made some of what they've lost back to exit those trades and go into more stable investments um, like gold and silver. And there's a few others as well. But I do feel that the recession is coming and we are seeing de-dollarization where um, 100 plus nations are really trying to tank the U.S. dollar and see it. These are no the BRICS nations too, right? Oh, yeah. The BRICS nations yeah. are involved in this? Okay. Absolutely. There's even something going on called Operation Sandman, where there's over 100 countries that have a certain date. And I don't know what that date is yet, where they're going to short the U.S. treasuries all on the same day to try to just blow out the dollar once and for all. It's um, It sounds pretty crazy, but we've actually seen it happen with Wall Street bets through the Reddit group with some of the meme stocks in the stock market. So if it could happen there, I think it could happen globally. Well, let me ask you something. Operation Sandman, is this something that started in the Middle East at all, this this plan? I, I just because of the name, I'm just looking at it and going, maybe I don't, you answer that. I suspect Russia or China or both. I really okay, do. Interesting. It, um, okay. Yeah, I really do. It's, um, I, I feel like um, that, they're going by the old thing where the enemy of my enemy is my friend. And um, mm -hmm. they've, um, they've kind of grouped together along with the other BRICS nations, which are growing um, by the month. And they really want to see the dollar go down. And um, all of the countries in the world have fiat currency, which by definition is currency that's not backed by anything real. So if ours goes down, all of theirs are going to go down too. And this would usher in something like a, maybe a gold-backed currency or a gold-backed digital currency, or it could just be the central bank digital currency, which we're trying to stay away from. And what would be their goal in doing this before we get into questions in completely trying to devalue and tank the U.S. dollar across the board? So if they were able to do that, then they would usher in a central bank digital currency where you would um, purchase things with your phone. I've even heard that they are thinking about putting a chip under your skin and it's a small chip that would go on your wrist and you would just uh, purchase things with, with a swipe of the wrist like some people do with their phones right now. And the ultimate goal is to control us and, mm -hmm. um, and make the purchases that we're trying to make subject to approval. So, um, so for some people, yeah, it's, um, I think we're giving up a lot of freedom by doing that. And, uh, it certainly seems convenient enough if you could just purchase a, anything using a digital currency with your phone. But, um, if the electricity were to go down and there's no Wi-Fi, I don't know how you would make purchases. So for me, how I can sleep at night is owning real Something, property, yeah. gold and silver. Mm -hmm. Well, yes, that is true. And it is good. I mean, you know, there's that old saying, don't put all your eggs in one basket. It's not a good idea. You know, use wisdom. You know, even Abraham, it's interesting because even going back to the book of Genesis, it talks about all the different, um, you know, in all the different categories, the things Abraham owned. So he owned gold, he owned silver, he had livestock, he had, you know what I mean? He had, he had different, he was diversified in a way with how the Lord blessed him for his time. And, and I, actually, I think that that's how you need to be right now. It's um, exactly like that. It's we're we're um, we're not trying to um, be like a downer and give people this bad information. We know we know how all of this ends. We're going to be just fine. It's just we're trying to protect ourselves in this gray area until we can get to that point. And um, mm -hmm. 
it's, I just feel that it's more important now than ever to own physical gold and silver, which um, which is God's money. So it's uh, it's really what we you should have a portion of it in your portfolio, whether or not uh, you like it. Well, well, it is true. It's good. You know, it's like I said before, and I've said this on Arc of Grace before, but I have a bachelor's of science in finance from Siena College. I started out as a hedge fund accountant in Westchester, New York at the age of 21. And these massive funds were so diversified in what they had. They had stocks, bonds, commodities, um, derivatives. They had Oh, let me see what else. They had gold and silver in them. They had different currencies in them. They were so diversified. So in case one took a hit, the others would be able to kind of hold the rest of the fund up, the other categories. And that's what people like about a hedge fund because you're hedging your investment. That's what you know, hedge fund. That's a layman's terms, basically. So it definitely is using wisdom to... I'll say prepare, you know, we also, I mean, we keep freeze dried food in the house for the same reason to prepare. We've got all these animals in the sanctuary. I got to keep freeze dried fruits, vegetables, canned goods, anything we would need, right. To prepare for anything happening. That's what you do. Why? Because you have it. And then you can not only be utilized to, to help your family, but to help others also in a time of need. Exactly. And I, I've always been a prepper in that regard, where mm -hmm. um, people would come to my home and they would see about um, 20 of those big cases of water that you see at Sam's Club or Costco, mm -hmm. like see like 20 cases and they go, what are those? Are you trying to build a wall out of those? They go, no, they, I'm just saving them in case of an emergency. You never know. You know there's been things like Katrina or a massive earthquake in Japan right. and um, you'll need water for you, your family and your neighbors. And and people would say, well, I just don't see where something could ever happen to where you would need it. And that was before COVID. And I realized that COVID has been like engineered by by um, people, mm -hmm. but um, it still did cause shortages. And it I had it. And uh, I was you. grateful for that. I actually have a funny story on that. And then we'll go into questions. So I, during what happened with COVID, I decided from Staples to order I don't know. They they sell these enormous cases of toilet paper, right? Like you could buy 96 rolls, right? So I buy them from Staples and they're coming via UPS. Well, along the way, and I'll say the word allegedly for public sake, but these are the only people that could have taken it. Some workers at UPS decided to help themselves to 13 rolls of toilet paper. And by the time it got to me, there was only 83. And the box looked like it had been punted, like in an NFL football game. I mean, it was just mangled. Uh, and so Staples was nice up when I called them and told them what happened after they got done laughing that they actually took the toilet paper. They actually um, refunded me my money back, which was very nice of Staples to do because they didn't have to do it at the time. So that's my funny story having to do with resources and that whole crazy time. Okay, let's get into questions. I know we have one already, Andrew, that somebody sent that probably pertains to quite a few people and we'll put it up on the screen and then we can we can go over it. So let me see here. This is from Elizabeth Chalker, right? Says, hi, Amanda and Andrew. What would you recommend to do with money 
in the market in an intelligent portfolio and cash that is in multiple CDs at this time? Do you feel it's safe to keep it there? Any suggestions? And this is for someone who already has a gold slash silver IRA and physical silver. I pray God blesses you both for being here to help us. Thank you, Elizabeth. Yeah, thank you so much. Um, Elizabeth is a client of ours and uh, thank you for your support and we appreciate you. And um, she took one of the best strategies, which is um, diversifying, like Amanda just said, and diversifying her existing IRA into one that holds gold and silver. And this is a non-taxable event. So to specifically answer her question, with the CDs, um, I like CDs. I feel like um, with the interest rates being higher right now, I feel like they're safe. And um, I think that if you keep your CDs, that you're very nicely diversified. And um, probably now wouldn't be the time to start cashing those out to get gold and silver. And that's a good, honest answer. But I'm just super conservative. And for me, um, I would feel comfortable owning CDs right now, as long as there's not some big run on the banks where you have no way to mm -hmm. sell them. So um, to that end, I think we have some time between now and then to, um, to just keep an eye on things. If you're unclear as to whether or not now is a good time to liquidate those CDs and get gold and silver, I think it will become more clear in six months or a year or 18 mm -hmm. months from now. So I think we just sit back and, and just um, watch what's happening for now. That's a good answer, Andrew. Thank you. Now you're going to let this is this is a good question, Andrew, because this we can we can talk about bh-pm.com. Where is the best place to buy gold and silver? <laughs> well, I'd like to say it is bh-pm.com, <laughs> but really you can buy gold and silver just about anywhere. And what what I do tell people is um, they'll ask me, they'll say, Andrew, why, why should I get gold and silver from you guys when so many people offer it? And um, the biggest, best reason that I can think of is that um, we're vouched for and we've already done business with somebody that you follow and believe in or and are already a member of their family and that's amanda grace it's um, amanda grace and many of um, her friends and people that we know that are in common have done transactions with us and the only complaints that really people ever have in dealing with us is that um, sometimes it's hard to get a hold of us or um, maybe communication through email could be a little bit better, but everybody gets the product that they've purchased. And that's a big thing because when things start to get tough and and a lot of scammers are out there. So if you're watching Fox News and you're seeing advertisements out there for other companies, you might get some hotshot salesperson that's um, just wanting to earn a commission off your sales and, and not really give you an honest answer like I did with Elizabeth who, mm -hmm. A somebody that's thinking like a salesperson would say, oh, get rid of those CDs. You can't make that much on them. Get rid of them right now and put it all into gold and silver. And they're only thinking about themselves. And mm -hmm. um, and with us, I feel like you're going to get good, honest um, opinions and uh, we'll, we'll guide you through everything. And they do do that. Andrew has done this for people for many times for me. I forward him emails even um, when people uh, need help or they need help placing an order. Or they need help. And I, I forward it to him. And he's very helpful with that. Uh, people I've known have also asked me and I've sent along their information to Andrew. And he's assisted us with that also, which we appreciate. Okay. G. Lynn Pierce. I am retired. What is the best for IRA investment? Oh, I love that. There's a couple of different ways to go with that. So um, 
typically what I would do is if I'm, if I'm on the phone and somebody asks me that, I will ask them, um, are you drawing out of your retirement on a regular basis? Um, meaning some people will, will make their car payment out of their IRA. So they have like a monthly distribution that might cover their, their car payment, or if you still have a house payment, your house payment, or even your bills. If, if they're funds that you're not touching at all, then I would recommend a good mix of gold and silver where the gold is more stable. Gold's not gonna make you a lot of money in short term. It's not gonna lose you a lot of money in short term, but silver over the long term has a great chance to double or triple in price. But if you invest in silver, you can't consider selling it back in six months because you, you could sell it for a 20% gain, but you might sell it for a 20% loss. So, um, so to me, silver is a little bit more of an aggressive investment with some risk, whereas gold is a one that is a lot more stable. So if you're retired and you're drawing out of it, I would say go heavier on gold. And uh, if you're not touching it anytime soon, then uh, do 50% gold, 50% silver. Now, this is a good question to segue into silver that Erin has, because she's talking about the price of silver this week how it kind of fluctuated. So what would you say that's because of and, and where does it go from here? Yeah, this has been a really interesting scenario and I've researched it quite a bit. So mm -hmm. it goes back to the um, it goes back to the idea of the recession, which we're, we've really last year we heard inflation all year long. But this year, inflation's old news and we're starting to hear about a recession. And um, the reality of us heading into a recession is really starting to hit hard right now. And um, last week, in fact, it was early last week, everything was down. Cryptocurrency, we saw Bitcoin go mm -hmm. from about 31,000 to um, right now, I believe it's under 27,000 for one Bitcoin. Um, we're actually seeing the stock market rally on that a little bit. And um, I, I wouldn't want to get caught in that for people out there that are investing in stocks based on this little bit of a technology rally. I, I think that could be a house of cards. So with yeah. the silver... What I would call that is, is a, another chance to go in and invest at uh, the prices from a couple of months ago. And that's what I've been doing is just trying to stock up on the supply that we have here. And uh, I do feel that part of it is manipulation. We've, we've seen the big banks, every time silver gets near $25 an ounce, it usually cannot get above that. It ends mm -hmm. up, they end up selling off silver derivatives and then silver goes down quite a bit. This time we were lucky. Silver actually made it to $26. And right now it's sitting at about $23.50. So, so yes, um, it's a very well-informed uh, listener that, uh, that pointed out we are done, down that 8%. But for me, I just see it as a buying opportunity. Mm -hmm. And so how much does silver fluctuate normally? It can have 20% swings in either direction like nothing. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I had a, Good for I everyone had, to know. Yeah. I had one listener that... Um, she um, so she's owned a property with two other people and they sold the property and she wanted to park the dollars that she got out of that sale into gold and silver or originally it was gold or silver. She wanted all silver. And I said, well, when do you think you want to reinvest the dollars back into real estate? She said six months. And I said, do gold. And she goes, but everybody says silver has this great opportunity. And this was... Um, this was like late last year and, mm -hmm. and um, she ended up doing the gold just like I told her to and silver had dropped like 20%. It hit like 1850 an ounce um, in November of last year. And if she had sold it, she would have really um, taken a beating. Of course, if she would have held it into this year, 
she would have done quite well. But she said up front that she was a shorter term investor. So um, I think I guided her in the right way. It's just mm -hmm. um, silver is volatile. So you need to hold it, in my opinion, two to five years minimum. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's good for everyone to know. This is an interesting question, Andrew, because a lot of people are in this situation. This is from Beth. I live on social security disability. My checks are direct deposit. That's what I live on from month to month. How do we protect our money from the banks falling? In, in that situation, okay. what I would do, uh, I would just um, have some cash at home. It's um, mm -hmm. I think that cash or maybe just a little bit of silver or a little bit of gold, but really just have cash on hand because um, I used to have a lot of gold and silver in a, in a safe deposit box at the bank. And this was um, back at the last financial crisis. I haven't done it since then. But yeah. um, and it was at Washington Mutual Bank, which is uh, at the time was it ended up being the biggest bank failure in U.S. history. And um, when I went to try to get the gold out out of my safe deposit box, I had to get in the same line that the people were in to enter the bank to try to withdraw their funds before the bank went under. And that mm -hmm. bank wrapped around the building. Oh my goodness. And I, I just, I remember just trying to find out, can I get in a separate line? Because I'm not needing a teller. I just need to go in and get my gold out of my safe deposit box. And that's it. I'm different than everybody else. They said, no, you have to get in the same line as everybody else. So for me, I wanted to have cash at home and, um, and, and have the gold at the office. So it was like, I figure that if you can have, um, if you don't have a lot that you're working with, you should have it to where you can get to it easily so you don't get caught in that situation. That's good advice. Well, it is true. You should have some things at home that you can get to easily. Cash, food, water, things you can get to easily in a crisis, maybe a small camping generator if you can get one of those. Uh, things like that come very useful when something suddenly happens. And now there's a scramble. So, you know, we do that also. And um, it's just good. Like we said, it's always just good to be prepared. There's nothing wrong with having some things on hand in case of anything. You know why? Because when if something happens, you're not thinking the clearest sometimes in the middle of a crisis. And at least when you were thinking clearly, you prep those things in those different categories ahead of time. Exactly. That's um, what I think what you're speaking about, Amanda, are emotional based decisions. And yeah, emotional based decisions. Yeah. yeah. For most people, I feel like that's um, that's how you make mistakes. And mm -hmm. and uh, if you if you're even if you're thinking about investing in gold and silver and you feel that it's an emotionally based decision. And I really do tell people this. And there's people out there um, that are probably watching right now that have heard me tell them this. It, you do need to step back, take a deep breath and pray about it. It's um, don't let anybody rush you into doing this. Yeah, you have to, because um, um, this is a, you're looking out for your own interests and your family's interest and other people that are trying to pressure you into doing something, they might only be looking after their interests. And for, in my opinion, and through my experience, I've seen when things get tough, there's people out there trying to take advantage of you. And we've even seen it, like Amanda said, that you should have like things like generators on hand in case there's an mm -hmm. emergency. And yeah. I remember during the Katrina hurricane in New Orleans, there were people that just went out and just bought all of them at a Home Depot and they were gouging, selling them to other people. That It's uh, horrible. Yeah, it's, it, it is horrible. And, um, and I just think you need to be prepared. And as Amanda said, 
be prepared when you're thinking level-headed and try not mm -hmm. to make the decisions in the heat of the battle. Uh, and I learned that the Lord gave me a great education through that with what happened with my husband, Chris. Because the calmer I was, even though what I was seeing, the better decisions I made on his behalf. So this is why they teach you in the military, too, not to make emotionally based decisions in, in order to accomplish a mission. Because you accomplish it far easier and get better results when you are not allowing your emotions to constantly interfere with your ability to make the right decisions. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Okay. So Kathy wants to know what happens when we sell gold and silver? Do we have to pay taxes for any gain? And what percentage is that? So capital gains tax is what she's sure. talking about. So mm -hmm. there's a, there is a two part, um, two part answer to that. So, so as Amanda just said, um, technically you do have to pay capital gains on anything that you sell and make money on. So to, to make an example, if you um, if your neighbor was having an estate sale and you went over there and you found uh, a shoebox of old rare baseball cards from like 100 years ago and you bought them for like ten dollars and then and then gave them to an auction company and they sold them for a million dollars, you do have to pay tax on that mm -hmm. and, and they will send you a 1099. Well, with gold and silver, technically, if you make anything on any investment that you have, you do need to report that on your taxes. However, there are two different types of gold and silver that you can invest in. There's reportable gold and silver, which are things like bullion, which are 100 ounce silver bars, mm -hmm. one ounce gold and silver eagles, anything that says exactly how much gold or silver is in it, right on it. Those are reportable assets. So we try to steer people away from those unless it's for an IRA. IRAs have to have those. Then, uh, for non-reportable assets, there, so those would be items like Amanda that you've gotten from us, which are the old 90% silver coins. Those mm -hmm. are the dimes, quarters, and half dollars that are 1964 and before. They're not as beautiful as gold and silver bullion, and they're a little shop-worn, and you touch them, your hands can get a little bit dirty, but these would be the, the type of silver and gold that you would use as currency if the dollar were to go kaput. So this would be... a. a that's the type that you have when you sell it there's no 1099 that's going to be sent to you so however you report it is up to you okay well that's good to know um norbert this is an interesting question from norbert what is the minimum that we could purchase from beverly hills precious metals and can we use debit cards to purchase or only wire transfers um we can accept checks or wire transfers and we no longer do the debit or credit cards the minimum right now is $2,000. It used to be 10,000, so we've lowered it quite a bit. Mm -hmm. And I realized that um, I do get emails from people that say, hey, I can only do 500. And um, we have successfully been able to tell people, like, can you go in with some family members? And they've successfully done that, and we've been able to do business with them. So um, I would like to continue doing the credit cards, but um, mm -hmm. there's um, people out there that um, have been able to get through our um, security systems where they'll say, hey, I want to buy a graduation gift for my nephew. So I'm in California, but can can I pay with a credit card here and then ship it to Alabama or something? And um, those are people out there that um, are using stolen credit card numbers. So mm. we encountered those like too many times and we just had to stop. 
It, well, yeah, well, that's a big, I hate to say that, but that like whole operation with stealing credit card numbers and all that, that is a big underground black market sort of business, unfortunately. And um, it's it, it's better sometimes when dealing with a, with a commodity like this or dealing gold and silver that they don't do that just to protect because people that steal them will want to use them for those things. Exactly. And we've had it happen so many times. So we just um, we just had to just go away from that. OK, Andrew, this is a this is a unique question for you. Here we go. Hello, everyone. Andrew, I would like to ask you about the Iraqi dinar. What do you think about it being reinstated or revalued? Um, we see this when um, we get emails <laughs> about this maybe once a month. And really? Um, OK. Yeah. And um, I feel like most of the people that invest in it are people that um, that want to have it because they have the fear of missing out. They don't want to see it do everything that they thought that it could do and not have any. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people do that with cryptocurrency. But for me, um, I've stayed away from that. I have. Uh, to me, um, I still think like the stock market person that I've been for the majority of my life where, where um, the value of something is typically going to be what it's priced at. So if it doesn't have a lot of value right now, to me, that's all it's worth. If it's not if it's not valued at much, then it's not worth anything, and um, and that's it can go to zero. So um, gold and silver can't go to zero. So if I'm sitting on a hundred thousand um, dollars U.S. worth of Iraqi dinar, I, I might not sleep well at night because it, it could go down. It could go to nothing. Where gold and silver will never do that. Well. That, you know, it's funny before we go to this next question, because people have in the past tried to send us Iraqi dinar. I think Chris has it in a file somewhere. I think Chris just thought it was unique and he held on to it just for the sake of it being unique. And he'd never seen that kind of, you know, uh, he'd never seen any the kind of currency from the Middle East before. But that's all he has it in a folder. I think I have to ask him, but I think he's got it in a folder. Okay, Nancy asks, I'm a single parent and, and don't have extra funds. What could I do? Well, well a lot we, of people we, are in this boat. Yeah, we get that question a lot. And and I'm really happy that people are asking because mm -hmm. um, it's um, when we talk with people, a lot of the time they don't want to ask some of these questions because they think that possibly everybody already knows the answers to them, but they don't. So um, what I would advise to her is that... Um, you just really build up your emergency fund and just forget about gold and silver for right now, because um, owning physical gold and silver for you wouldn't, wouldn't really help you that much because you might find yourself wanting to sell it in a short time frame. And if you sell it with the premiums and um, with the fluctuations, especially if it's silver, chances are you're going to sell it at a loss. And this is something that typically will preserve people's portfolios. And I just don't want to guide somebody in that situation into into something that could that could um, make them lose money. But really, build up that um, build up that emergency fund and uh, and save save some cash where where you can get to it that's not in the bank. Okay, good of good advice. Patsy Roberts, is there any other metal besides gold and silver that we should be purchasing as well? Well, if um, if Patsy asked me six months ago, I would have said platinum. Because mm -hmm. platinum goes from about um, eight fifty an ounce to about eleven hundred an ounce on a regular basis, and right now it's um, I believe it's about eleven seventy, eleven eighty, 
let's double check it here, but platinum is pretty high right now, or no, it's 1060. So it's uh, to me, it's pretty high. And platinum isn't something that we, that I ever hear people talk about using for bartering. Um, copper is an excellent investment right now, but, um, but you would end up having so much of it, it, it's hard to store. It's hard to store and it's hard to lug around. You know, Amanda, with the silver that you received from us, that even that's pretty heavy. So um, it, so it wanna, is, it's very yeah. heavy. Yeah, so mm -hmm. you want to have um, stick to the silver and the gold. Okay, good advice. Matt Taylor, he's asking about the Delaware Depository that has a clause that says they don't insure your holdings in the event of a cyber attack. Is this true? Um, I have seen that in there. Um, mm -hmm. the, um, the deposits, um, the, the deposits um, there are insured with, with just that caveat. And there are companies that we can recommend that can, that can issue a secondary insurance for you. And um, what I found is that none of the depositories cover that. And um, I've been dealing with Delaware Depository for over 15 years. And I was lucky enough to, um, to go to dinner with the owner here in the owner of Delaware Depository here in California last month. And um, I, I never even knew what his name was. I um, didn't know anything about him, but I've always had these questions. And I asked him about that. And he just said that that's something that their, that their law firm um, required that they put in there because their insurance policy doesn't cover it either. So um, I, I feel like a cyber attack. When, when he explained to me all of the different ways that um, that they protect people's deposits, I think they're safe from a, from a cyber attack. And if, if you'd allow me to spend a couple more minutes talking about it, I, I would like to share some of it because this is why I asked him all the questions. So the technology that they have of how they store the gold and silver there is just yeah. like nothing I've never heard of. So the okay. people that walk in, they have they have to walk through a scanner like at the airport. And okay. the scanner will, will see, um, okay, you have your keys in your pocket. It knows how much the metal weighs. If you're wearing a necklace with a charm or earrings like yours, Amanda, if mm -hmm. you had coins in your pocket, it measures those. When you leave at the end of the day for your shift, it actually measures them on the way out. So <laughs> yeah, it's it's the wildest thing. And um, that doesn't have anything to do with the cyber attack, but they've got, um, they have um, dual entry, um, like dual entry type solutions of how they can keep people from getting into certain rooms. If the owner of the company wanted to get into the room that has the gold one ounce gold eagles in it, he cannot. He needs one other person with him, and it's a specific mm. person. And he owns the whole company, and he can't even get into every room by himself. So, um, well, that's a smart policy. Yeah, that. and um, he says that um, that they have um, security everywhere. So, if there was a cyber attack, and let's just say these locks were somehow opened by some computer somewhere. Mm -hmm. it, um, they still have good, good old fashioned security. And we're not talking about the ones that you see at Walmart. Exactly. No, I know exactly what you're talking about. Uh, this is an interesting, because I've heard of this before. What about the idea of having some silver for barter? Sue is asking, or oh, yeah. is it not feasible? Yeah, right. That's a. It, it is feasible. And I know people that are doing it just to prove that it can be done. In Miami, okay. there's a gentleman that, that was there when at the Reawaken tour, and he's been a client of mine for like 12 years. In fact, I introduced him to the Reawaken tour, and now he goes to all the events. His name is Everett Triplett, and um, 
he pays for anything that he can with silver. He's gone to the local diner and wow. paid with silver. He's um he's bought cement mix because he lays um cement slabs for businesses and homes. He's bought cement mix with gold and silver. And he's out there educating people that this can be done. And he does it just to prove that he can. So um good for in, him. Yeah, in a true emergency, we would all do that. If it's uh well, yes, yeah, an earthquake. Yeah, mm -hmm. you can't get to an ATM. Your credit cards don't mean anything because uh, there's no internet, no electricity, no electricity. And so you would uh, you would want to use the old 1964 and before dimes, quarters, and half dollars like Amanda's gotten from us in the past. Well, yes, exactly. Now I found. Hold on, let me see where it is because this was a really good question, Andrew. The, basically, the gist of the question was, was that this man's wife has a stockbroker who has kind of control. Oh, here it is. It's from David. I found it. My wife has an IRA that a stockbroker is in control. He is trying to get her not to get gold and silver. Thoughts? This is one <laughs> of the very, very best questions that anybody could ever ask. And, um, and the stockbrokers, no, no stock firm out there can offer physical gold and silver. So, no, they can't. Uh, so they, um, they will never approve of you getting gold and silver because let's say that you had uh, that you have two hundred thousand that is invested with that stockbroker. Well, if you were to say, "Hey, what do you think about me taking fifty thousand and in and investing into gold and silver?" What what he's really hearing is that um, you want to take away um, one fourth of a way that he makes money from you. And when when people move funds from equities into gold and silver, a lot of the time those funds never make it back into the stock market. And uh, so um, this is Cyrus. Just keep no, going. <laughs> see, they're, they're like um, when, when you try when you try to take your funds, they're like that guy. But that one's really nice. Now they're going to wrestle. And, and, and uh -huh. I mean, this happens so much that I've had clients say, can you get on the phone with me and my stockbroker and, and can you just like tell him for me that I would like to sell my stocks so that I can do this because they're afraid to, because the stock, the stockbrokers are told to interfere as much as possible. That's terrible. Clients doing this. And, and I have, I, I can talk for an hour with real life examples that have happened mm -hmm. just in the last couple of years. Well, you know, I, I, Fun fact, I'll tell you another fun fact since we're on this uh, subject. When I was 19, my neighbor was a stockbroker from New York City. And he worked out of the house. He went to the office once or twice a week. And I, at 19, was writing his stock tickets and doing his wire transfers. And uh, is that funny? At 19 years old. <laughs> I was communicating with his boss. I was all of this stuff. So, and it is true. I mean, especially with bigger accounts, they really want to try to get you not to sell. They so do. you want, you know, you want one. There are some out there you can trust, but you have to really trust them and know them for a long time. Otherwise, you're going to run into this interference. Yes. I Just if I can tell um, a quick story. Um, this happens so much where... We had a client that wanted to roll over. Um, it was like 1.1 million, the husband and wife together. And um, they'd been working with a stockbroker for like 30 years. And they've referred their friends and family to the stockbroker. Stockbroker mm -hmm. comes to their house for the holidays and eats with their family. 
and um, they wanted to take it all out of gold, all out of the stock market and put it into gold and silver. And um, it, the transfer was taken like six weeks. And the salesperson that works with me, he said, Andrew, I need you to talk with my clients because it's taking six weeks. It's longer than normal. And um, I've run out of things that I can tell them because I don't know why it's taking this long. So I get on there and I tell them, I go, look, your, your broker is interfering with this. They're like, no, they're saying that you're sending documents that are missing a signature or that you don't have incorrect information. I go, no, that's the broker stalling, purposely sabotaging the um, documents that would allow the transfer to happen. And uh, they said, well, fine, we're going to find out today because we're going to go down there. We're going to go to his office, which is just down the street. And we're going to talk to him. And he admitted to them that he had been lying all along this is like oh my goodness how yeah. long was he their and, stock and, broker for yes and, and they they said um well why would you do this he goes because i didn't want you to take the money out you're making a big mistake and um you hear this mm -hmm. yeah so they they pulled all the money out they asked all their friends and family to do the same i never followed up to see if they did but um they just they were appalled by the idea of that i suggested that he could be looking after him and his company's own interest above theirs. And then they found out later that it was true. And it happens all the time. But that's just an extreme example. Well, I'm glad you told everyone this, Andrew, because then they know, you know, if they have to do this, the steps to take properly to do it. So maybe they don't run into uh, so much resistance because unfortunately, you know, with the big companies, it does go on out there. Uh, it does go on out there. So you hear them back here. They're wrestling. This is what they're doing. Okay. We will take, we'll take a couple more questions here. Christy Spencer, how many ounces of silver is in a bag of quarters that you sell? So um, if you do um, a $1,000 face value bag of, of 90% silver, it's, it doesn't cost a thousand dollars, but it's got 4,000 quarters in it dated 1964 and before. So mm -hmm. the face value back then was a thousand dollars. That has 715 ounces of silver in it, but mm. the way that it's valued is just um, per quarter. So there'll be a certain value that changes every single day of what each quarter is worth. And that's how the price of the bag is determined. Okay. And when, maybe we should talk about how, when it's, when they purchase it, how it comes shipped, it actually comes in a bag. So they're actually going to get it. Absolutely. So, um, so if you purchased a thousand dollar face value bag of 90% silver quarters, which in my opinion is about as good an investment as you can possibly make, um, those will ship in two $500 face value bags. So the reason why we ship them that way is that each bag, each of the $500 face value bags of quarters will have 2000 quarters in it and they're 27 and a half pounds each. So imagine a small bowling ball that weighs, just to give you an idea. Yeah, yeah, 27 and a half pounds. So it'll come in a box that's um, about the size of like if you buy a pair of boots, like like a box that boots would come in. Yes. And it's packed up real well. It's um, taped. Every inch of it's going to be taped and uh, and it's shipped to you fully insured. And um, it'll be by FedEx or UPS. And, and uh, so it, you'll have to sign for it. And you or you someone do. else in your household. 
So um, we've never lost a FedEx or a UPS package, but we have lost one post office package. So we don't use them at all. Oh, the post office is sneaky lately. We've been even having issues with the mail and getting our mail up here. UPS and FedEx are, are far better and far superior, I think, for shipping when it comes to items like this. Uh, so I'm glad you use them because we have, I've had things shipped to me lately and they never show up. Oh, yeah. They never show up and then they have to be resent. And so now we had it resent through FedEx and it got here. It did. Yep. So thumbs up to FedEx. And uh, so it, you know, I don't know what's going on with the mail system lately. That's for a whole other show, whole other broadcast, but there is something going on. People are feeling it all over. Um, our employees have commented on it too. Okay. Joe wants to know, should I leave my 401k silver IRA in the depository or close out and have them ship my silver to me? It, um, for the 401k, if, if, if Joe was to do that, that would create a taxable event. And, um, and you would be looking at uh, tax as if everything that you just pulled out is, is now income. So uh, yep. I wouldn't advise that. Um, if it was fifteen or $20,000 or less, and you're really worried that it's not held in your possession, then then I I think if you paid the tax on that, it wouldn't be the end of the world. But if you've got a few hundred thousand dollars in there, I think that that would not be a good idea. I think I've lost you. I can hear now. Everything's good. Oh, no. Hear me now? Yes. Okay. I don't know what happened there for a minute. We had a glitch. Maybe um, it's uh, China and Russia. They, they don't want people to buy gold. It could be. And they probably don't like me too. I mean, honestly, at this point, <laughs> it's like, oh, well. You know, I think people with a depository sometimes get nervous because somebody else has it, yeah. you know, and it's such a high-priced commodity. Sure. But I mean, they're insured, correct? They're they insured. Are. There has to yeah. be a contract and paperwork to keep it there. They are. And for people out there that feel that way, I mm -hmm. definitely understand how you feel. And yeah. um, I have felt that way before. For, for me, a big portion of our company's inventory is there. About eight figures in actual inventory that's bought and paid for and owned by Beverly Hills Precious Metals sits there. So wow. um so I'm actually here just letting you know that that I feel safe with it there. And and I've bet I've bet 50% of what the company is worth on that. So it's um I feel good enough with that. There are other depositories. Um for me, I'm in California, they're in Delaware. I think uh, geographically speaking, um, they're probably too far away. But mm -hmm. I have Brinks right here in California, and then I have them in Utah. And I've actually had to have dealings with Brinks before, and they never, ever answer the phone or get back to you. Never. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah. I would be afraid to have 10 or $15 million worth of gold or silver um, stored at a location where I can't contact them. I think that's very wise advice, Andrew. Andrew, thank you so much for coming on and answering our viewers' questions. They always love it because they can put whatever they have questions about in the chat, and you are very gracious to come on and answer them. So we very much appreciate that.
Well, I love it and I hope to be back sometime soon. And thank you to all of the people that are part of the Ark of Grace family that have done business with us or that have at least reached out. Um, mm -hmm. You've been so pleasant and I, I, I wish I could talk to everybody, but uh, we've got uh, more than 20 associates here that can, that can help and we, we hope to hear from you. And so what would be the best way for them, Andrew, to go to bh-pm.com and fill out a form? Absolutely. And um, and I know sometimes we do get a little bogged down and if we're not calling you back fast enough, then just go back on there and just fill out the form again and uh, and say that um, second request in the notes section. And when I see that, I usually will move you up to the top. I'll say, hey, this is somebody that reached out before. They didn't, they didn't get a call or we didn't connect somehow. So please talk to this mm -hmm. person today. Wonderful. Andrew, thank you so much for joining us. Always happy to have you come on. God bless you and your lovely wife. Thank you so much. God bless you and all of the Arca Grace family. And I'll talk to you soon. Thank you, Andrew. Thank you. And that concludes our time with Andrew Sorcini. Once again, you can go to bh-pm.com and you can fill out a form there. Andrew is very gracious that he comes on and he answers all sorts of questions, not even about gold and silver sometimes, just any questions people have about finances and investing uh, commodities and otherwise. He is he is happy to come on and do. We very much appreciate that. Cyrus must have like photobombed two or three times. That's with Cyrus, the enormous behemoth that jumped on my lap. That was Cyrus, um, our, our newest addition here at Ark of Grace. He is a German shepherd and he's doing wonderful. He's coming along beautifully. He is being uh, trained and he is going to be trained to track too. It's something we would need around here anyway, because we have lots of woods around us. We have employees, we have animals, we have, you know, it, it, we, situation could arise even with Chris. Uh, we pray not in Jesus name, but I'm just saying that we, he is going to learn that as well. So he's the one who knocked the statue over in back of me right there. That, that metal, uh, sculpture of the animals came barreling in like a bull in a China shop, knocked it over while Andrew was speaking and began to, uh, have WWE wrestling, uh, in the middle of our broadcast. So just so you know what was going on. It was like havoc in back of me, but this is my life. So, you know, this is what, this is what goes on. And so this is what you guys are going to see. Uh, also, you're going to get me in a little while again, because Grace Out Loud is tonight with uh, my friend and co-host, Marty Grisham. Marty keeps us laughing. Let me tell you, we have to do outtakes of behind the scenes because it is just hilarious what goes on with Marty uh, behind the scenes. He is one of the funniest people, hands down, I have ever met. So that will be on tonight. I believe it's 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So I will be back on with you in a little while. You get a double header today. And thank you so much for joining us. I pray you learned something from us. It gave you wisdom. It, it helped you to understand things maybe that you're considering in your life. Uh, I, I saw in the chat, some of you were taking notes, which is always good. And you know, never feel pressure that you have to do something immediately if you don't have it or if you're on the fence about it. I didn't do it for a while. I, I let the Lord lead me in that. And then when the Lord had given me, you know, the ability and had given me, you know, peace about doing it, I went ahead and I did it. Now, interestingly enough, the first uh, bit of silver we got was gifted to us. So that was interesting. And that's how it started for us. It was gifted to us. 
And then Chris asked me if I would get some for him. So that's what I did. I, I got it because Chris asked me to get it. And so we went from there. So, but I pray you got some wisdom from this because, you know, the word of God says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and all these things will be added on to you. Abraham did that. All of these things were added on to him. Joseph did that. All of these things were added on to him. When you do that, these things get added on to you. Resources get added on to you. And the Lord teaches you along the way how to steward it, which is the most important part of this whole process, because if you don't know how to steward it, it's, it, it could become very messy, very fast. So the Lord also wants to mature us in stewardship. So we know how to steward exactly what he gave us. Abraham was an excellent example of that. So thank you everyone for joining us today. God bless you. Keep the faith. And I'll be back on you with a little, and a little bit with Grace Out Loud. Have a wonderful afternoon, everyone. And I have to tell you something, they work. It is an alternative to big pharma based on quantum physics, over 40 scripture verses written into these patches for everything from blood sugar, anxiety, pain, neuropathy, to immune system boost, dog pain. They are very sincere about um, having alternatives to big pharma. We are a big advocate of natural solutions to help with pain and, and, and blood sugar and a host of other issues. I yeah. tried the pain patches and, yeah. and they worked when I used them. When you connect it to your body, the skin patch changes changes your brainwaves. Sugar, this one is neuropathy. I actually have it on. And we use this on Toby, actually, because Toby's about eight years old. And from being paralyzed years ago and the Lord miraculously healing him, he has a little leftover with his joints and his hips. So we actually give him the doggy pain patches. What was he doing? He was running? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I walked him out and wow he's boom and he got power i said no way and i don't know i said amanda what what did you do to him to <laughs> <laughs> so it's good if you are looking for advice on financial matters if you think gold and silver is something that you should invest in. Go to bh-pm.com today. Andrew Sorcini of Beverly Hills Precious Metals, who's been on Ark of Grace many times. He loves to answer our viewer questions. In fact, he's answered all sorts of questions about gold, silver, the markets, even the real estate market he's been kind enough to answer questions about. So if you would like more information, if this is something you would like to invest in, please go to bh-pm.com today. That is bh-pm.com. You want to support an amazing patriot that's doing so much for our country and be a blessing. You can go to mypillow.com and use promo code ARK, A-R-K, to save up to 66% or sometimes more off of all MyPillow products. They are so much more than just pillows. They have amazing bathrobes. They have sheets. They have slippers. They, of course, have pillows. And they even have dog beds and i will tell you a fun fact noble our pig at the animal sanctuary that many of you know and love has indeed slept on a my pillow dog bed so if you'd like to be a blessing go to mypillow.com and use promo code ark god bless everyone hello everyone it's amanda grace i'm here to talk to you today about this incredible product that i use every day 
called Power Team. It is 130 raw superfoods. And I have to tell you, it is one of the most amazing products I have ever used. I take it every day. It helps me with energy. It helps feed my cells at the cellular level. It helps me with clarity and focus. It helps with so many things and functions in your body, including your gut as well. So if you would like to learn more about this product, if you would like to learn the 130 raw superfoods that are in this product, please go to the link below or you could go to arcofgrace-ministries.com and go to our shop section and you will find Power Team there as well. Thank you, everyone. If you would like to grow your own food with what we see going on right now in the world with not only food supplies, but what they are doing to our food, you can go to amandagracegrows.com. These are amazing hydroponic growers. In fact, we have one in our parrot room, and this is an indoor one we have where you can grow food all year round, actually. Vegetables all year round. And we are doing that, actually, for our birds and our animals at our sanctuary they also have outdoor ones they actually yield 30 percent more and grow the vegetables three times faster so if you would like to learn more go to amandagracegrows.com god bless hello everyone it's amanda grace i'm here to talk to you today about reawaken america i have had the honoring and humbling privilege of being able to be part of Reawaken America since the first one was had at Rima Bible College in Tulsa, Oklahoma in April of 2021. I have watched so many moments happen for the glory of God at Reawaken America. We have seen people healed, delivered, set free. We love to pray for people at Reawaken America. We have had the honor of praying alongside some amazing people Marty Grisham from Loudmouth Prayer, Pastor Todd Coconato, who also deals in deliverance. And we have seen people's lives changed. We have seen them set free. We have seen people who are come seeking. And the Lord says, when you seek, you shall find. And you knock, the door shall be opened unto you. They have been seeking and those seeds get planted for the glory of God at Reawaken America. The word of God says it is the knowledge of the truth that shall set you free. And this is what we are doing at Reawaken America. You get biblical truth. You get a foundation of the word of God. And you also get necessary information right now to help you understand what is going on in America and the world. And I am humbled and honored that General Flynn and Clay Clark would even let me be a part of this. And People need the word of the Lord in this hour. That is what they need. They need those who are willing to boldly stand up and with the conviction and the authority from God, speak the word of the Lord into their lives. It is a catalyst. It is life changing. And, and we praise the Lord that we have continued in this. And we hope to see you at upcoming events that are happening this year. We hope we get to pray over you at these upcoming events.